0: But yes, I'm going to be getting even more enamel pins because I can't stop the capitalism.
1: It's true, especially when it comes to pins. It's just like a very low-risk way to collect art.
2: <laughs> That's a good way to put it.
1: And I don't have to hang it up or put it in a frame either, except I could get a cork board and it can hold 500 pins.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I've got some displayed like that, and I know I've got a Kickstarter that's almost filled. That's gonna be eat a bag. And I think I'm just gonna hang the eat a bag up on the wall
1: to put <laughs> my things that
0: way. Mm-hmm.
1: That works. Welcome back to Manga New Year's. My name is Corey, Helen, and April are with me.
2: Hello. Hi. <laughs> I kind of forgot where I was there for a second. I'm like, I'm somewhere.
1: <laughs> We're all on the podcast, on the internet. Uh, still on in our homes, because Creek does not know how to give it anything. Uh, but we are here to talk about manga, as we always are. And to uh, be fair,
0: we always record this podcast in our homes, before COVID even.
1: True. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just not even leaving it. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about an old manga, a new manga, as always. The first is Nogame Kankabile. Is it Kankabile? I not that's how you pronounce it now that I say it out loud.
2: That's how I've all
1: pronounced
2: it in my head. I never took any music classes, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, um... In seventh grade when you're required to take a music class, my English classes or my English grades were so low that I had to take remedial English class, so I never took a music class. Oh, no!
2: Oh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about Najame Um from Tomoko Ninomiya, published by Kodansha in digital form now, but previously published by Del Rey. And for our new series, we'll be talking about act age on the jump app currently, and uh by Taxia Maksuki and uh, art by Shiro Usazaki um, but anyway the first series we're here to talk about is Dogamikagure who is about or which is about Kiyaki, this uh, kind of a dick but he's really good at uh, basically everything musical it seems he plays violin and piano At a very high level, and he goes to a music school, I believe he is a third or fourth year college student. Um, And through the first couple of events, he meets this woman named Nogame, whose full name is Megumi Noga, but she just goes by Nogame. She is also a piano player, but she kind of does it by feel, Um, so she can't read sheet music that well, but she can just listen to a song and then uh, play it pretty accurately immediately after that. Um, and so the series is about Chiaki, uh, kind of wanting to step away from playing music and become a, uh, conductor where, while everything is seemingly standing in the way of him doing that, um, while Nogame, uh, makes several, several jokes about how Chiaki is her husband and, uh... This is sort of true, as they live right next to each other, and Kiyaki cares for her, her food, her cleaning, and uh, basically everything in her life. Um, the, first, uh, the first volume was very music-centric. It, it was a lot about how uh, Kiyaki and Nogami were playing together as a piano duet, and then as we get on to the second and third and fourth volumes, which is how far I got, It became less centered on uh, at least Nogame's playing of the music, and Chiaki goes more into conducting uh, at those points, and it, it basically became like a slice of life manga that happened to be about music. Um, which the mangaka joked about in the second volume. But, what did you two think of this?
2: Um, I really enjoyed it. I've seen a little bit of the anime. I think I might remember when it came out. So, I've seen a little bit of it, but I've never actually finished it, and I read about as much as Corey did. Um, I think a lot of it hinges on the characters. If you don't like the characters, you're not gonna like the series. Even, even, even like, if you like music, I don't think it's, like, musical enough. Um, to overcome if you don't like the characters but i, I thought i thought the characters were notable, so i've i've liked it so far but helen i think you feel differently <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've seen the
0: first season of the anime dubbed since as a quick tangent the anime has a really weird licensing situation where the first season is owned by sony the big sony and then seasons two and three are owned by somebody else but Sony isn't really interested in licensing, so none of it has ever been picked up for the U.S. physically. <laughs> Except on streaming, where for a while on Crackle, and maybe still now, oh you girl, could I get push. an English dub of it, and I jokingly refer to it as the Digimon dub since I've never seen Digimon, but I immediately recognized like, half those
1: voices. <laughs>
0: so I have seen that whole first season, which covers more than the manga I read. I read two volumes. Uh, and I remember there was a lot of slapstick comedy in here, but I forgot just how much. And I think that was part of the reason why I wasn't tempted to go off in Pirate Seasons 2 and 3 once I was done. Because, yeah, these characters are... I suppose they are supposed to be funny. However, it's not working for me. So <laughs> I am calling that idea. Honestly, the music students I have known in real life have been way weirder and in much funnier ways.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there, there are a couple... Uh, at least up to the point that I am there are a couple other main characters one of which is Mine, a fourth year violin student who is not very good at violin and then <laughs> there is um, oh man, where is this other character in Wikipedia? Uh, <laughs> the
0: person who plays Timpante? Yeah, uh-huh. the
1: timpani player oh, uh-huh. who, um, who seems to be uh, she is like a virtuoso just no, 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 it's a, guy. it's a guy
0: Oh yeah, definitely
1: Oh my gosh I assume this character was a woman this whole time. And
0: no, there, like, I noticed in the manga, like, people say she and queen at first, but, like, A, mustache. Like, B, okay, women can have mustaches, however, this was not <laughs> meant to be like that. Uh, B, uh, I remember male voice in the anime. Okay. I think there's a note in the back of the first or second volume saying that they seem to be gay and speaking yeah. effeminately or something?
1: Okay. I completely skipped over the notes. <laughs> because they're usually not relevant to what I need to know, unless it's something in th- more in-depth, like I'm also reading the parts of House of Five Leaves Like, I can g- 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 get to when we get that podcast now, and those ones I usually read the notes for, but this one I just, like, skipped them completely, so I missed that completely. Um, and
0: to be fair, this is an older release, like we said. This is just a straight-up copy-paste of the Del Rey thing. So a lot of the notes back there are things that would be pretty standard knowledge for manga fans these days. Um, I think if this had been retranslated now, they wouldn't have had, like, half the translator notes in there.
1: <laughs> well, that makes a lot more sense.
0: Uh, <laughs> my goodness.
1: Uh, but yeah, those, those two are the other main main characters that we've seen so far, I think. Um, and yeah, the, it just seems like Slapscape comedy. I like the interactions of the characters, even if I don't... I'm not sure if I'm really sold on any of the characters, uh, but I like how how they're working together. Well, they're not really working together. How they're antagonizing each other.
0: I think Nodami thinks she's a manic pixie dream girl to Chiaki, but no, she's like Chiaki's like worst
1: nightmare. <laughs> she's a
0: mess. She doesn't play music the quote-unquote correct way. She's a moocher. She's whiny, pushy, etc., but then Chiaki does a lot of, like, slapstick comedy of her, like, snacking her around all the time. And I'm like, mm, this is awkward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: There's also the the creepy conductor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god. He's on her, more than anything. Like, okay, dude.
1: Stressman, who they called Milk because he, like, gave a fake name at the oh, beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like Milk Holstein. Yeah. And <laughs> like, this a fake ass name. that just means Milk cow. But yeah, it's like we're supposed to find this guy funny, but when he's talking with the professors being like, Oh, I found the students I want to use for my orchestra the joke is that he pulls out a bunch of photos, but first they're all these off (laughs) scar photos of girls
1: that he's
0: from people who are not underage and it's like, No, I don't find this funny
1: No. Uh when I when I saw that and when I saw that like it is not just him buying illicit upskirt photos or whatever, it's him having a history of sexual harassment and maybe sexual assault, I was just like, Oh so uh the game mangaka has predicted the orchestra uh <laughs> controversies decades <laughs> before it happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a thing where this guy, this conductor, he knows another conductor who Chiaki studied under a little bit and really idolizes. And Milch, since I I think his actual name is Streisman.
1: Streisman. Um, yeah.
0: He has a grudge against him. And the other conductor that Chiaki stayed under also doesn't like him. He's like, that woman you were hitting on inappropriately the party last night, that was my wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and like, it's my I, fault that I was hitting on your wife. Come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, and, and there's like I have all these things but you hitting on other people no I am not giving you this limited edition toy we are both trying to get at the toy store right now <laughs> this is definitely supposed to be a comedy more than anything else even more than it's supposed to be like a slice of life college drama mm-hmm. but like all comedy your mileage may vary mm-hmm. immensely
1: yeah, I did enjoy the moments when Kiyaki was kind of learning about how the way that he was just yelling at people and telling them to do better was not really working, and like the, his process of learning how to teach and conduct other people was very interesting, and very, very fun. And uh, I'm generally a liker of classical music, but like I don't listen to it uh, casually or anything because there's just so much of it that I don't even know where to start. So having having songs to just pick out. And listening to those songs is very nice for me, who likes listening to them because not like uh, picking them because I have selection anxiety and just pick nothing instead of picking <laughs> anything.
0: So what you're saying, Corey, is that you're you're interested in the anime now because it actually plays the music.
1: Yeah, probably. Like I would I would probably enjoy the anime much more than the manga, as is the case for most music things. Um, but perhaps uh if the licensing situation ever <laughs> clears itself up. <laughs>
0: I think the dub is still streaming somewhere, or at least it has
2: been on and off for
1: years. Maybe just uh, Tech will step in.
2: There was a, I don't know what comes, an Australian company, I think, that put it out, and I imported it a few years ago and has still haven't watched the whole thing, despite having the whole first season. Um, I don't know if there's a dub on there. I would have to look. Um... But I'm pretty sure it was – I can't remember the name of the company. I think maybe it started with an A. And they had done a few other series, Monster – what else did I have? Was uh, it Siren t- Visual? I don't think it was them. It was the other okay. company. Um, but, yeah, they, they'd done Monster and Notomay and a few and a few other things. So you could get it that way, but then you'd have to have a, um, a DVD region player free that player. was region-free. Yeah. Uh-huh, so. Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't have a weekend free player, but I do have the Australian Kiha Fruiter discs. If we want to get off topic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there would be. After all this time has passed, if there would be any interest in anybody picking up the first season this far along, I wouldn't wouldn't think so. I guess who knows? Like you said, maybe Discotech. Honestly, I don't see Discotech doing it
0: because they would have to t- um, tussle with Sony. But Sony now owns Funimation, right?
1: Uh, that sounds correct.
0: Yeah, I'm, ch- I'm trying to remember. There's just been so many shakeups with the anime companies of years. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I'd pin it most likely on, but I don't see Funimation being interested in it since <clears throat> that series never hit it really big in the U.S. Like, I know people have been agitating for years to get print volumes of uh, mo- this manga published again, and I'm trying to remember, did Kodansha ever finish this digitally or not? So yes. I know Delray did not have a time to finish it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Delray okay. did not finish it, but Kodansha does have all of the digital... Actual- uh, volumes out.
2: Oh, also, yeah, it never came out fully in print. I have a few yeah, in the yeah, print books. Yeah, Delray just sort of like walked
0: out of existence one day before they <laughs> finished doing this and a bunch of other series, and Kodansha picked up a lot of them. And so this was one of them, which is why you opened up the first volume and it's like Delray lettering, Delray mm-hmm. styles of localization, um, circa yeah. early 20 teens.
1: <laughs> yep. I am reading the, I was reading the Galray books. It was, it's, it's a little rough. Uh, but, like, it's not, like, horrible, horrible or anything, but you can tell a uh, a drop in the typical quality that you're used to reading nowadays.
0: Ah, mm. oh, we're becoming so snobby about manga translation quality <laughs> these days. I oh, know. I think April and I were both reading the Kindle Unlimited thing, which is sort of like a library, but it's Kindle, because Kindle mm. reinvented the library, <laughs> and so we were both just trying to get through as many of those as we could, because my library still isn't open. No. Not that I'm going out anyway. <laughs> PC <laughs> library system. I hope you don't want the last three volumes of Moggy back anytime soon. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember how long ago we recorded that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's...
1: Actually, I oh, don't. Wow. Time has no meaning anymore.
2: Or doesn't. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: but I, for <laughs> back to Nogame <laughs> I think I overall enjoyed the series. Uh, I do want to keep reading it. Um, but yeah, I would, I would prefer to watch an anime, um, that's more accessible than on Crackle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I, uh, I I can see why it's not Helen's thing, um, but I think I'm going to keep, uh, going to keep reading it just to see what happens. Yeah, I think I just
0: have less tolerance for kind of asshole-ish characters as the years (laughs) go on. (laughs) And I already remember a lot of the vague beats about the story just from having seen the anime. Mm-hmm. Like, I remembered that Chiaki is sort of stuck in Japan since he had an emergency landing on a flight once, and it just completely traumatized him from flying ever again. <laughs> and so he's really bummed out because this means he can never go to Europe, where all the greatest conductors are and um, practice over there. He also said that boats are, are out because the sea is like outer space, just sort of nothing. And I empathize with that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there there was a moment in the manga which is actually funny when he said uh, there are there are unexplored parts of the ocean and they're not unexplored parts uh, of space at least as far as we can get and that makes sense. You can you (laughs) can like tangibly see the ocean
0: especially since the person he's talking to is like you're weird. I'm like no that 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 one was legit actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, anyway, does anyone else have anything else on the gummy cocktail before we move on to Actage? I don't. (laughs) All right. Take a break and we'll be back.
0: we're back and so now we're going to talk about the currently ongoing series Act Age, uh, which came up in our previous episode when we were talking about Curtains Up, I'm Off uh, which is it's kind of funny. We've actually had two series recently about high school aged actors, but they take totally different approaches. Uh, Act Age is by Tatsuya Matsuki with art by Shiro Usazaki and in this story we focus on the young K. She's raising two younger siblings on her own after their mother died and their father ran out on them. So she's very busy all the time. And she seems to have this talent for acting that she doesn't quite understand herself. But she's trying to pursue that as a way to get jobs, earn money, etc. Except she just usually doesn't manage to get these jobs. But at the latest round of auditions audition she went to, uh, most of the producers there were like, "Oh no, she's getting too deep into the character. It's a method actor. I don't really want to take on somebody who's probably going to have like deep emotional issues from this." But one of the other people there is like, "Hey, that is my star. I'm going to make a movie someday. <laughs> but we don't have the money yet. So for the moment, we're going to I'm going to hire her by kidnapping her, sort of. <laughs> it works out. It gets better. <laughs> and we're going to earn money from having her do commercials." and bit parts. Uh, I've read the first 16 chapters, I think it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, 16 chapters, which I think is this two volumes and a little more that this currently has up on the site. And so at that point, Kay has gotten into a bit of a movie role. And so just working their way through there, she's got a rival. It's it's not a Shonen Battle series, but she's in a <laughs> movie about a Shonen Battle series now, so. Uh find the series pretty fun I do like how Kay is maybe a little less genki than a lot of shonen protagonists but she's still I think very interesting she's very naive takes a lot of things at face value but isn't like a mean person or a bad person which is as we previously discussed sort of my, my bar to jump over to make me like a character <laughs> and I, I, I read all, all that this had up and I was like yes give me more now and it's now been a month and a half. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, I know I have access to your digital um, review copies online. Maybe you'll see if you've got volume three up there. So Helen might engage in shenanigans after this podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so both you guys have also read through chapter 16, right? Mm-hmm. I know Corey said you had. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do we all like this? Do we all agree that this should have been pubbing this one from the beginning instead of picking it up? 46 chapters in? Yes. yes.
1: Yeah, I read the first three chapters when uh, Viz was still doing the digital jump magazine thing. Um, and Yeah, jumpstart. Yeah, uh, yeah, the started thing. And I fell in love with the series at the time. I was really sad that they didn't pick up more. And then when they uh, launched the whole jump app thing and got rid of the magazine part they put ActAge on there and they added three more chapters and I was like reading those immediately and voraciously. <laughs> and uh then there was a the lulling until a couple months ago when they finally released uh the first volume I believe is what they did. and then I finally read it all this week and uh I can say with certainty that this uh, manga so far at least is incredible, and I really, really enjoy this,
2: yeah, I like it a lot um I think I'd actually like randomly started reading it maybe after we had the the digital episodes so i I feel like I might have read it a little bit before that, before we had the digital episode. Just I got on the uh, the jump app just to see, and I'd heard a little bit about this one, and I was sad that we only had 16 chapters. There's like a huge gap, and I didn't. I always go into these things and don't know, so mm-hmm. I'll go into it and think, oh, and then this is really good, and then there's a gap, or it's like a series that's not done and i'm just never i'm just shocked every single time <laughs> <laughs> you need but, to emotionally uh, prepare yourself to have, like have that cliffhanger and when you're not it walk just gets in with disappointment uh but no i really like this one and we we did the the digital episode and we had the series about acting and i liked that one um but i like this one a lot better i'm just disappointed that there's not any more <laughs> I'm still sad that Curtains Up I'm
0: Off was cut off early. Because <laughs> yeah. when I was reading that, my thought had been, like, over a year ago, oh, we should do, once we have more chapters of Act Age Up, we should totally do a Mong in Your Ears episode talking about both of these, because that would be <laughs> kind of fun. And then the universe decided, no, we're not going to do that, so...
1: We, can, um, we get the next best thing of uh, consecutive episodes.
0: Yeah. And I am kind of interested in Kay's rival since there's that girl with the really pale hair who's, like, this well-known child actress, and I've seen how many times she seems to reappear on the covers of future volumes, so I know that Mm. she is going to remain her rival for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of interested in what her deal is, and it kind of feels like we might start finding out what her deal is in Chapter 17.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course, yeah.
0: (laughs) I was also thinking... When they've started this arc with where they're filming a movie, and the story is that the movie is based off a famous manga, and they're adapting it, but they've made changes. They have all these experienced actors and inexperienced actors. And I was like, man, if I was an in-universe fan of this manga, I would probably hate this adaptation. <laughs> I would be like, why are you changing everything about the story? Why are you changing all these characters?
1: No, I and, believe, uh, Kay's character is actually created for the movie too. And there's like 24 characters in that, uh, in the movie that was cast for like the plane crash and 12 and 12 experienced actors and 12, uh, uh, whatchamacallit actors, like actors. Auditioned actors. Yeah. Um, amateur audition audition actors and Kay is among the audition ones and uh, just a lot of people I mean I know some of them (laughs) die like immediately because of the that that is what they've already shown in the manga so far but it's just a lot of people
0: It's like I enjoy reading about them filming this fictitious movie but I would hate actually watching this
1: fictitious movie (laughs) if I was familiar with the fictitious manga
0: probably Yeah. but yeah uh, it is kind of a less popular idea Like, I can think of a couple of other anime and manga which revolve around, like, an acting theme. Uh, There's the anime Kabuki Boo, which I think is based off a light novel series, not a manga series. But yeah, aside from just a couple other examples, this is an idea that has a lot of ideas to be mined. Although I think it's probably a good thing that I'm not an actor myself, since I've seen a couple of people on Twitter already grumbling about method acting, which (laughs) I know is just... divisive in the acting community but i think if i was any deeper into that community i would probably just be very annoyed by that as well <laughs> especially since there's that concept of k that she can like perfectly mimic emotions and just throw herself into this really deeply mm. which is interesting to read about but i suspect yeah it's probably really bad for an actual person
1: yeah i mean at least they kind of talk about how it's bad for the actual person and that, like, they don't want to pick up Kay because she, they don't want her to uh, go so deep into a role that she becomes the role which is problematic and bad. Uh, I think those are, like, some of the stories that you hear about maybe Jared Lego or someone like that that just gets extremely problematic on set because of their method acting. Um, but, yeah. Uh, in, in this, and in Curtains Up, I'm Off, I like the way that they, uh, that they... Uh, are able to portray how it feels for everyone else around them. Like, in one of the scenes, Kay is supposed to uh, react to a wolf that is about to attack, and that, like, obviously the manga will draw the wolf, but the way that the other actors act um, in that scene, uh, the way it is drawn, it's you get the feeling that these other actors kind of see, quote-unquote, the wolf as well, and I think those, are, those moments are just really, really cool. Yeah,
2: yeah and it's, I think that, that particular scene stands out to me because cause I like, I don't know how real is. I'm not an actor, but I, I do like the scenes. You have to see how everybody plays off of each other or how what she does affects everybody else because she seems kind of unaware at this one. She's just kind of going off what she knows how to do. Um, but then we get to see how that affects the other actors in the scene. And that, that will see in a particular one that I remember.
0: Yeah, Katie has a really great imagination, if nothing else. Like in the audition for the movie... Uh, they're auditioning them in groups of people. And the idea is, basically, it's the start of the movie. You know, your plane has crashed on your school trip and you've woken up on a deserted island. And the other three um, characters are all sort of acting like they already know it's a deserted island. But Kay, you know, wakes up and she's like, how do we know this is a deserted (laughs) island? You know, like, we're just alive. And honestly, that's what saves all four of their butts, honestly, that she's able to just get, like, this very non-clichéd performance yeah um, but yeah i think that imagination she has is probably her greatest strength right now
1: yeah and plus she is supposed to also uh or they were supposed to also instigate a fight within the five minutes that they were allogging so the other actors are just trying to push and push each other to uh, immediately start this fight whereas Kay is r- much more organically creating this fight of uh wait there could be people why don't we check if there's people and everyone's like there's not people why are you being crazy and she's like, Oh, well I'm gonna I'm just gonna run away and she like runs directly runs into the, the yeah, the wall of the set because it's a set. <laughs> I
2: forgot about that. <laughs> um
1: but that just gets more of the of the conflict between them that uh really gets yeah, as you said, gets them all onto the film.
0: Yeah, there's not a ton else we can talk about right now because again, only sixteen chapters. But taking that, do we think this is eventually gonna get an anime adaptation? I feel like most of the shonen jump series normally get anime adaptations i feel like it's a pretty good chance here yeah all right i remember they said recently that they were going to have a big announcement i was like oh it's anime adaptation coming but the announcement was actually we're gonna have a stage play adaptation and i was like disappointed <laughs> but meta this is probably actually even more appropriate so mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> true yeah i was I would assume that there would be an anime of this, because, uh, as you said, the Jump ones usually get that, but like I assume there would be a Promised Neverland adaptation much faster than we got one, so what do I know?
0: At least for the stage play, um, everyone is already supposed to be an actor, so if I see pictures of the casting and everyone is just unnaturally beautiful, it's like, okay, that's accurate for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I saw pictures for the live-action movie for oh maidens in your savage season the other day. And I was like, no, these girls are not nearly this well-groomed and put together. Like you can't <laughs> tell me that half this is. But, and with that, I think we can probably wrap up our episode for the night. Unless you guys have any other final thoughts. We need the 17th chapter.
1: <laughs> the the 18th, entire 17th? gap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Not just, not just
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a 30 chapter gap. So I can do some math. Uh, I just need to check what their release schedule is for the manga, since I think they will probably start putting them out before the manga volumes come out, but it could still be months.
1: Yeah, I believe the first volume is either already out or coming out, out very soon. Okay.
0: And the second one, I think, is out in September. I think the first one came out earlier this month or maybe late June.
1: Okay. So there's like every kept... every two months, about eight chapters, then.
0: Because I discovered the other day that, oh, I owed the year review on Act
1: 21. <laughs> I just sort of
0: whipped that out last night but anyway that's the show then folks uh you can follow us on twitter at mong in your ears and you can follow this podcast on a variety of places we are hosted on taikupodcast.com. that's t-a-i-i-k-u podcast.com and we are also on Corey and paul you need to help me apple podcasts are we on uh-huh. Google play and spotify
1: we are not on those, uh, as far as I know, <laughs> uh, unless they, like, automatically port there from Apple Apple Podcasts. But if you want us on any other platform besides what we are on, tweet us, and I'll, I'll get us there. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can also find us individually in a variety of other places on the Internet. You can find me on Twitter, at WanderingDreamer. You can also find me writing for the OASG, which is TheoASG.com, and also co-hosting that podcast. I also did a guest episode recently on Annie Gamers where we talked about which had a air. And then like two days later, it won an Eisner. So it was a very topically appropriate <laughs> podcast, even though that was not the plan. So if you want to hear me and Evan Minto just gush about which Hat for an hour, go over there. It's going to be some good gushing.
2: <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mangio and I am still alive. I just I uh, like to say that every time we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your I think maybe I'm just trying point. to convince myself. <laughs> yeah, at least it's my catchphrase at this point.
0: Yep. April still alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at ImpassionateK uh, where I yell about sports. Now that you guys return, uh, until it stops because no one knows how to do anything.
0: And with that, folks, we'll see you again in another couple of weeks. Bye. Uh-huh.